Hi, everyone, and welcome back. We know it's Thursday. It's your favorite day. You're not watching Grey's Anatomy, so we know, of course, you're watching Survivor CNU in our podcast here. I am once again joined by my friend Trevor. How are you, Trevor? I'm doing great. Uh, excited to talk to our guests. Excited to talk about this episode. It might have been a little, a little more predictable, but I think it sets us up for a good end game, as one of our comments said. I can't wait. Um, I will say I did find the episode to be predictable, but not in a bad way. Um, it definitely kind of tied together a lot of the storylines that we've been seeing to this point. Um, Dustin will hopefully be with us later. He's taking care of some family stuff. Um, and so if he comes on back, we'll, we'll add him in here. Otherwise, it'll be Trevor I and our guest who happens to unfortunately be the next eliminated player from survivor cnu so drum roll for those who haven't seen the episode yet we're going to be joined by colin bunn aka who i've been calling benedict arnold all podcast season who just told me i am going to learn some information and by the end of this podcast he will have a new nickname so i'm ready for it i'm here for it how are you colin i'm doing great how are you Good. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. Um, I know that this whole season of this game took place a couple years ago. So kind of reliving the moments again, we appreciate you taking the time. I am so excited to hear your story. I'm so excited. Trevor can attest. There's been so many times where I was like, remind me when I get to talk to him, I want to ask him this. I have so many questions. Because I think that you were one of the most unapologetically villainous characters that we have in this game. And I live for it. I love it. There were so many times this season where I was like, um, if Colin Bunn was there, that would not have happened. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I stand by it. Um, a prime example is when immunity was on the table and up for grabs and nobody took it. I oh. firmly believe that if you are in that room, immunity gets grabbed. Uh, like, within the first three seconds, you know I'm walking <laughs> up and I'm taking that. When I heard about the challenge, I was like, well, who took it? And they were like, no one took it. And I went, what? <laughs> what do you mean no one took it? That's immunity right there. Just, like, that's what we live for. Just sitting on the table, just being looked at. Um, that was literally... I think this, after I watched the episode, I think I said two things to Trevor. I was like, one, where was Colin Bunn? And two, why didn't he take it? And he was like, he wasn't there. That's why. And I was like, okay, there's no way that I had to watch that for 30 minutes <laughs> because yeah. you weren't there. Um, so let's jump into it. Um, we get to the point now where we have just lost Lily. Henry, honest Abe is not so honest. And he, in fact, is lying to Shocker, half the cast. And he's saying it in a way where he's not lying. He's just being careful with his words. Oh, that's called lying. But whatever. Like, okay, cool, Henry. Whatever you got to stay to sleep at night. And unfortunately, what ends up happening between this Red Scare versus the Pinky Pact, which Colin Bunn is a member of the Pinky Pact, and he's an OG member running strong with those pinkies. Um, Henry flipping to the Red Scare takes out your first member, and you lose your first member of the Pinky Pack. And then it looks very dismal for the group from there. There's not any kind of coming back together to try to regroup. There's not trying to bring anyone else in. It doesn't look like there's any talking to Henry to be like, hey, man, we forgive you. Come back to us. Oh, no, that was me. I, I had some conversations with him. You did? Yeah. Henry well, was the the one guy that I was talking to. And if you, uh, I don't want to jump ahead, but if you look to the end of the episode, I was like, hey, Henry, I told you. Because I, I was talking to him. I was like, look, like, it, it's me next. I, I want you to know, like, I know they're gunning for me, but then it's you. Because you're a challenge threat. And you're powerful. You've said you have an idol. Hell, like, they could be coming for you. And it could be a blindside. And I was trying to, like, get him to understand, hey, like, I, I'm totally down to be a part of another alliance. Uh, I, it's a long shot for me, I know, but as soon as I'm gone, you're not safe. Yeah, and he just didn't. I think the most frustrating part as a fan of these strategic games is watching someone like Henry be so successful in what he's doing. 
and it's not by skill. It is. It takes into how much these games are just dumb luck. I wouldn't say Henry didn't have any skill, though. I mean, Henry was amazing in challenges as a person. Henry's one of the nicest people you'll, you will ever meet. Henry Womble is just a really that. nice dude. And so when you talk to him, you're like, I just want to work with you. And that, okay. that was his superpower in the game. When Whenever someone talked to Henry, you left that conversation feeling better about yourself. I think okay. that is just a really big part of Henry's game. Well, and you I can remember, teach that. Yeah, and I, I remember, especially in the beginning of the game, like people like Nick, and um, I think maybe, maybe a little bit of the Piggy Pack, but I know, uh, like especially post swap, a, uh, a lot of the Kristen, Sophie, Henry, uh, Kristen, Sophie, Nick group were saying, like, you know, Henry doesn't, you know, Henry's not a, a, a super fan. Henry doesn't. Henry has to ask like questions about the game and everything, and so like even the hyper strategic players will be like, I can use that because he's just an easy. He's an easy vote that I can take out whenever, and I can use his vote now. Um, and, and if so it was strategy for him, like hands down, it's by the part of dumb luck. I'm saying like picking that bag that happens to have a clue that literally hands you an idol. That's not strategy. That was that was pure luck. Um, his gameplay in the beginning of he doesn't want to deal with the vote, so he just won't reply to anyone and will just vote for who he thinks didn't contribute the most. And it worked. People didn't vote him out. They were just like, we'll do something different. But Henry talked to nobody. Um, that's, that's another level of just pure luck that that is working out for him. Um, but good. And if it has to do with his personality and he's playing it up, I love to see it. Um, what I don't love to see is an alliance picked off one by one. I like the battle. I like the fight. I like the balance. So I was sad to see two members of the Pinky Pack leave. Um, at this point in the game, do you think that Henry is your best ally? Um, I, I would think so. Um, well, because Shaggy full sail betrayed me towards the end of that. And so that that really caught me off guard because we, I mean, we hung out together, like outside of Survivor. We were friends. We were hanging out in each other's dorms before the game even started. And um. I, yeah. And so we were, that's how I knew him. And so he was truly my first alliance because I was like, hey, I know you. I'm a first semester freshman at a college. And hey, we made this connection here. And hopefully we can go far. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, with Leah, I, I felt like I had to... I couldn't just say that the idol was fake at that point. I didn't want to do that because I wanted to keep the, the mystery of maybe, perhaps, it wasn't. Um, and, and honestly, after the pinky pack fell apart, I was like, I, I don't think this alliance is going to work out anymore. And so it was kind of Henry... But honestly, I was, I was more wanting to work with like Kristen or Sophie or people like that. Um, didn't really like feel like that was a good in route because I knew Sophie was kind of against me. I knew Colin Ray and Hannah were against me, so it it would have been just difficult to get into that alliance. And so it was kind of Henry by default at that point, just trying to do something, anything to make him see like. Hey, uh, if if Hannah and Colin Wright, if the couple keeps running this game, none of us are going to last very long because they're two votes together and they're never splitting up ever. Okay. Mm -hmm. They have made it seem like they'll split up, but you're you're not wrong. A couple splitting up a couple is very difficult to kind of to kind of happen. And okay. So I'm going to go back way back week 1 like Minute four of the season-ish, well, I think minute four of the tribes. The first thing we hear coming in, we do the challenge, we see the tribes, etc. We're seeing groups of people form and have lunches and they're getting to know each other. And then we hear Shaggy talk about a conversation he has with you. And the words that come out of his mouth is, Colin Bunn will work with us his team hates him and he's not gonna deal with it did something happen to make you feel that way 
did something what was it about your original tribe that made you hate or dislike or for shaggy to believe that well when i was watching the episode and i learned that apparently i hated my tribe and they hated me i was caught completely off guard because i didn't know that i my tribe was nothing but good to me like they were kind like warm-hearted people i have nothing bad to say about them henry i think I've, we've already talked about him great person maggie and gabe just fun people to be around hannah honestly great person smart intelligent the whole time i was playing the game i was like oh, she's the strongest player and i was talking to my my uh, my roommates and some of our friends on the hall and shaggy was there and the only thing i can think of is i mentioned like hey, like, all these people are, like, really strong. Like, these are all really strong players. I'm, like, a little bit nervous about them um, because they were so strong. But never in a million years did I hate them. I thought, man, these are all, like, really nice people. And, like, if, like, I had questions about, like, hey, where do we meet? Like, where's this building, this and that, kind of just asking them. And honestly, they, they were nice to me. I, I had no ill will towards them. And it was the same thing where, like, I had no ill will towards Shaggy either. I was just chilling, hanging out, and trying to play the game. But I didn't hate anyone, and I was, like, totally blue crew for up, up until the point where I finally made the decision to flip to Pinkie Pack. I went into that tribal not necessarily knowing which way I was going to vote. Like, it, it was, I was not a sure vote by any means. I listened back to Hannah, and she's talking about, oh, man, we know we can't trust Colin. And I'm sitting there like, oh, no. Like, when I'm talking to you about how I'm the swing vote, I, I knew Leah was talking to them. But I also knew Leah wasn't going to work with them. Like, she was 100% with Pinky Pack. Like, I got that read pretty quickly. And I, I personally didn't believe it. If she would have flipped, it would have completely shocked me. And I was, like, talking to them saying, like, hey, like, I'm the swing vote. And they were like, Mm, are you are you the swing vote? And I was getting this really weird vibe off of them, but it, it that still wasn't enough to make me flip. Like I, it really was like a last minute decision, and the energy that I was getting was, all right, like which people do I want to roll with? Like which people? Like I think uh, Lily said it last episode, like really trying to include me, take me in, and that's what Shaggy. Shaggy did that. Shaggy did that from the very beginning, Shaggy and John. And like we talked and I was like, I I need to go with the people that brought me here. And like that's Shaggy. Shaggy kept me uh, like updated with other things in the tribe. Like we were nice to each other. And I was like, I, I don't know what kind of player I could be. And if I go up maybe at a, a tribal or someone brings it up and they say, hey, like, you turned on your first ally. Like, we always heard Colin Bunn didn't like his team, and then, like, you turned on Shaggy who and Lily and Leah, who were trying to be nice to you. Why did you do that? I was thinking, like, uh, that, that's a good point. But also, you have on the other team some really strong people that probably wouldn't have really lost any challenges. Like, I think we would have just kept going. Um, but I would have had to deal with Hannah. And Hannah scared the living hell out of me. Okay. Yeah. I just trying to say, like, because it shaped pretty much a huge chunk of the game. Mm -hmm. It at least in the first part of it, why these groups kind of formed how they did is because they had to leave you out of or bring you into things. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting to say that like Shaggy almost fabricated this narrative to get what he wanted it did protect you but it, it was a great move on his part like in terms of gameplay it was great because it isolated me without me even knowing and kind of set the grounds for getting me as a potential ally so like props to him for doing it i'm gonna have to I go back to see if so, they have a confessional because this I, is crazy i will say um I because I remember the conversation between you and Shaggy uh, in in one of the York rooms. I don't know whose room it was, or whatever. And I remember because I remember I remember like receiving that footage at the time and watching it. And I remember you saying like, 
I feel like my entire tribe hates me. Yeah. So maybe maybe it wasn't so much you hate your entire tribe. Like, was there something that like within the first few days you felt like eh, maybe I'm playing? Maybe these guys don't want to play as hard as I do. Maybe like so I, yeah. maybe like so. But what was it? What was it about the original Blue Crew that you felt like they might hate you off the bat? Um, I didn't think that anyone hated me. Like, I I never played Survivor like very personally i tried to keep that like really deep personal aspect out of it um so like i i could kind of maintain that distance but like obviously hannah maggie gabe were all super close um henry was there and i i think there is this moment really early on where I, like i i messed up spelling like maggie's name or something and like there was like a little bit of something there um but it like nothing was big i was just kind of like I, I don't really feel like too deep a, a connection with these right. people, but it, it's not like, no, I, I hated them. It right. was just like, oh no, I'm not like super good friends with you. But, right. And, and I, I think I, I could definitely tell like you, you definitely gravitated more toward mystery gang, the original mystery gang and everyone there. Cause you, you were with, cause I remember the big conversations of like, Oh, it's John and Shaggy and Lily. And they're talking like, Oh, Colin Bunn's also here. Like yeah. it was, you're like an almost like an unofficial member of Mystery Gang. So I, 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 I totally get that, especially, you know, your first year, your first uh, semester freshman, you're like, eh, I don't really like this group of people that I'm currently with. And there's also this scary girl named Hannah. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna work with some other people. And I, yeah. I, I think, you know, I think when, sh to, to me, when I, when I, you know, watch it back and thinking about it in real time and everything like that. I don't think it was ever like a personal hate. I think it was like e e either the, like Shaggy saying you hated your tribe or you or you or supposedly whatever saying that your tribe hated you or whatever. I think it was always like, I think that was the words that were used. But I think what was meant was like Colin Bunn is not with his tribe. With like on a strategic level, Colin Bunn is on is is not with Blue Crew original Blue Crew. Would you would you agree with that? Kind of, but also, like, I was with meetings with them from the start. I was in the group chat with them. I was talking to them about strategy. And it was really just because I, I told you when I first started out the game, like, my big strategy was I want to be hearing everything. I don't want to ever be blindsided. I want to know what's happening in the game, who people are voting for, and what's going on. And in that regard, I was getting that a lot more with Mystery Gang. And so right. naturally, if I wanted the information and I wanted to know, hey, what's going on with everyone else? Because I I thought, based on the Survivor seasons that I watched, that we would eventually get to two teams and that there would be a little bit of a swap. And if I could know more about the individuals who are on all these other teams, I think that could have been an advantage. And in the end, it was. Uh, but it also led me to kind of not do as much with Blue Crew. But then again, Blue Crew, I don't think was ever as tight as some of the other groups. Like we just didn't do as many things together. Like the schedules didn't line up. We've talked about that quite a few times. Mystery Gang's best benefit that they had is they were having these lunch meetings. They were having these discussions. They were hanging out as a team, not just playing the game. Um, I do want you when you get off of this because I don't I try to learn how to do the sound thing and I don't remember how to do it So I don't even want to try to play the clip because last time I played a clip There was no sound and you guys just got to look at my screen <laughs> episode one Minute 19 I want you to go look at it because there's a video clip of you saying This conversation and then right after it goes to shaggy telling his team. So this is where this whole did he make it probably a bigger deal than what it was with you hanging out in a dorm room laughing and cracking jokes and trying to like get in with them? Probably he yeah. used it for his his game, but that game did bring you into this group. A hundred percent. I think the biggest issue at this time is that it's being said in front of Ray, who happens to be dating Hannah, who is on Blue Crew. And the conversation here is like, we're afraid of Hannah, we're afraid of Hannah, we're afraid of Hannah. And Colin Ray's like, 
I'm also afraid of Hannah. I'm also afraid of Hannah, but I'm dating her. So mm-hmm. I'm going to politely stay out of this one. And yeah. he just kind of falls back and it gets lost in everyone else having this. I don't want to say common enemy because I don't think Hannah is an enemy, no. but this common fear. Everyone's kind of scared. Hannah phobia of what this and she is she's a great player we've got to we've got to watch her play it is not the fear is not like misguided we're not all laughing at you going why because it is she is a beast um and we are seeing it in these challenges like this last one for the episode um the challenge that they had is these little plastic mini bats and there was a gaggle of coins that were put out and yep. Trevor in no random cadence at all <laughs> would yell Sacagawea half dollar. Yep. <laughs> a what? We only had one. They each only had one. I was like, I might as well start with that one. <laughs> that should have been the end. You should have made him start with a penny, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I was, I was like, a what? <laughs> yeah, Sacagawea. She's on the well. Well, I it, they're all plastic coins, because I I didn't I, I didn't want to like give a fifty dollar bill to the bank and then give me a billion coins. So I, I just bought a bunch of of, uh, of plastic ones. La, la, season one we used real coins because there's only four of them, but this season we, and moving forward we only we use fake ones. Interesting. Th- that must be even be harder plastic because it's yep. more slippery and. That's in- okay. So I didn't know they were plastic. It did sound funny when they fell, but I thought that was just like the acoustics in the room. Right. Um, after this, remind me to tell you my funny story with change. You'll you'll laugh. Well, I'll tell you now <laughs> offline because it's really funny. But in here, so they're stacking these coins over and over, and then they're balancing it. And really, it looks like you're about to win this immunity challenge. Your strategy, however, was to have things spread out a little bit further. So it looks like you had to move significantly more than the rest of the players. That, I blame Trevor. <laughs> Don't worry. It was Trevor's yeah. fault. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Hannah ends up winning almost to a point where like you don't think she's winning. It looks like Kristen's about to win. Yeah. And then Kristen somehow ju- it just falls and Hannah's like, okay, because it's just bam, bam. So Hannah wins her first individual immunity. I think for her, it was a big relief off her shoulders and she was going to finally be able to play a game um, like offensively versus defensively because homie G of Hannah has been on the defense for like nine rounds ever since that original Tefiti whatever tribe, Peptoli Bismali 2.0 <laughs> reinvented through a challenge to get her out. Which isn't what ends up happening. Gabe ends up going home by this genius strategically permission given move. And that's what gets us here is Hannah has been playing on the defense for the next, gosh, I don't know, what was that, four episodes ago that that happened? Incredible gameplay by her. I mean, everyone was gunning for her, and yet she still just kept getting away again and again. Like, it it was incredible because... Everyone knew how strong a player she was. Everyone knew that she was in a couple. All the everything was stacked against her, and yet here she is, like at the end of this episode, and she's somehow back out on top. Like it's just so cool. I mean, Hannah is definitely at the top right now yeah. of of the Survivor CNU pyramid, and she has not been there the whole game. Um, I would be close to say that the Pinky Pact had the top spot of this entire game until last week when when that trust went into Henry um versus kind of coming up with another solution but their other solution was to vote you out there um which maybe would have been better for Shaggy in the long run I don't even know that would be so much to di- to dissect and it didn't happen so there's no point in even yeah, kind of I, figuring it out it was, it was rough in in total and and like i know that at least me personally like when we were going into that um nick vote uh i thought it was me or lily going home like a hundred percent we were gone because i was like why are you voting for nick it's just the four of us and henry was working with hannah like it 
I, I was putting two and two together. I'm like, oh, Pinky Pack's toast. Like, we are absolutely done for this week. If if he thinks, or if we're being told everyone's voting for Nick, what what's going on here? This, like, it was setting off alarm bells in my head all over the place, and I walked in there thinking, me and Lily are gone here. And I think even, like, the next week, um, I think Shaggy and Leah kind of, like, settled down a little bit, and we're like, all right, Henry's with us. But I think Lily, Lily was, was on it a little bit, and Leah got on it as well, where she was like, out, like, Henry wasn't saying any names. Like, he was saying Kristen. And I was sitting there, and I was like, why why are we saying Kristen? Like, I'll, I'll go along with Kristen. Um, but, like, the entire time, I... I think we are all like really on edge about, man, this thing could flip in a heartbeat. Yeah, he definitely, that is when Henry, I think, got to the point of he was like, okay, I'm going to try to play this game, but I'm going to play it Henry W style. And he is at the core and it is kind of a personality trait. He's a politician. And it's not just because he is the Survivor CNU president right now and the your campus president. He just has political qualities about him, right? He is your campus president, yes? Yeah, he was the president of the student body, yeah. Okay, like you made a funny face, whatever I, he was. I was I, I, he's the, the president of something. Yeah, he's pres- I, he, was, he was president of the student body, so yeah, I, I agree with that. He does overall have that political charm, right? It's a little... It's a little careful. <laughs> it's a little mm-hmm. sneaky. But you do feel like these promises are genuine because you want to believe them. And that is part of that charm. Is the reason why we're believing so much of what Henry is saying is because at our core it is what we want to believe. We want to have the hope. We want to think these things will happen. Um, so the Nick vote, I think Henry did fantastic. He did what he needed to do there. He got that balance. And rather than pissing off one side, he got both sides to agree on someone. And he does come out with everyone thinking he's with them. Yeah, brilliant. Where Henry, I think, could have done better is done a split vote here. And he votes in the minority. So he can kind of push it off to the side or do the same thing, right? Where he makes people get both sides to agree on the same person again. But at this point, there isn't anyone. Right. Because it is so divided. So he just is kind of um, stuck in the middle. I think you did a fantastic job working with Henry. I think the part where it goes down for you is you were so attached to Shaggy. Yeah. Shaggy makes the comments. You're in his pocket. Mm-hmm. You were so, and that perception just couldn't break away. And if there was ever a point where you could have shown that you would vote against Shaggy, you just weren't given that opportunity, I think that would have opened the game up you, for you completely. Oh, yeah. But you, you were never given that opportunity. It really went bam, bam. Um, yeah. I, I kind of hitched my, my wagon to him when I told him the truth about the idol. Because, like, it, think about that decision how you will, but I was like... I was really, really unconfident with that entire thing. And it was mostly just desperation. And I was like, I, I got to tell someone in case I do get sent home eventually. But That's where I, I think the problem was. Yeah. I think your plan was genius. Genius. It's our team idol. We're going we're gonna to figure out who they're playing it for or who they're voting. We're going to play this idol on this person. Henry's not going to be too scared because he's going to know, right? He's not going to vote against you because he knows this idol is going to be played. He believes this plan. They might even split their votes or come up with some other thing because they're worried about this idol plan and who you're voting, right? He votes with y'all because he doesn't want to be on the wrong side of that knowing you're staying. Really, the only thing that they could have done is put the vote on someone else and lie to you about it, but they weren't going to do that because there was just too many mouths feeding information to each other. It was going to come out. Yeah. 
And then they would think that this item was going to be played and it would have been something different. And they could have potentially turned on each other from within because they're so worried about an idol play, right? Because even inside Red Scare, there's two fractions. Oh, it's yeah. Hannah and Ray and then Sophie and Kristen. And then Henry is flip-flopping through the couples. He's like their third. <laughs> it's like sister wives over there. And, and none of those groups are too trustworthy either. Both of them have risks at this point in the game because yeah. Christian and Sophie were voting against Henry and then Hannah and Colin Ray are a couple like they're both not really a sure thing right yeah so there was just so many so really I think your plan was definitely a plan that in different circumstances could have worked your downfall was the Scooby-Doo character was yeah. telling yeah. Shaggy who it was interesting to watch him how he reacted because he first like he theater majored it he was like oh, no right and then he was like actually good i'm glad you told me because i was upset and i was like why is he upset when you're telling everyone lily's your number one you're not even his number one in his words so i don't understand that part of it and i guess one day i'll get to talk to shaggy and ask him why that is what it is but I do think that you got the short end of the stick mm -hmm. and had they kept their mouth shut and played into it, like, oh, yeah. I, know, I know where the other idol is. They're like, where? They're like, Trevor, Bond has an idol. We can't vote him out. We can't vote him out. We gotta vote someone else. We can't vote Lily. Hell no, he's not stupid. We already just seen him do all this stuff. And then that's Trevor, you know what I mean? Like, it just starts, and Trevor's like, I gotta call the other Colin. We got to figure this out. And then it's, it's this next thing where like, you don't know what it is. And it's this whole spiral. Yeah. And yeah, it could backfire, but it's going to backfire either way. Either you go out with a bang or you go out with a win. And oh, then yeah. you sit there and you make this grand gesture of a speech being like, Hey, I know we already voted. I believe that this is a team idol. I'm going to keep it in my pocket for next round because I'm not sure who they voted and I don't want to hurt any of my friends. Let's see where the votes fall. And was, you sit down. Yeah. It was really interesting because the way it was displayed in the show, it wasn't chronological because I presented that idol before the Nick vote. And so, yeah, that, that idol presentation was before Nick. Oh. And, that's, and that's when I presented it. It wasn't before the Lily vote. It was before the Nick vote. And so, um, oh. yeah. So those, so the circumstances were a little weird in that moment. And yeah, like I definitely, like that was my downfall. And like, if I had to have a downfall, I'm pretty okay with that. Cool way to go out. Fake idol being the downfall. Yeah. So at what point did you tell Shaggy? Was it before the Nick vote? I believe it was, I think it was right after the Nick vote. Because if you see, we are standing like behind some vending machines. Yep. And essentially what happened is we walked from the tribal council back to the dorm room, uh, back to like my dorm room. And we're all sitting there and talking. And then I say, hey, I have something to tell you. I lead him out. And then we have this conversation because I'm like, hey, if this is going to continue and things yeah. are going to keep progressing. Like, I, I like him as a person. Like, I don't want to keep lying to him. Like, yeah. despite what I was doing all in the game, like, I don't like lying to people. And so I was like, hey, if this can do one thing, maybe it can help reaffirm our alliance and just keep everything together because I I'm, was never going to tell a soul. And if I got voted out, I wasn't going to be talking to people and be like, hey, by the way, this idol isn't fake. I was like, I need at least one person who I could trust, or I thought I could trust, to tell everyone, hey, now that Colin's gone, this yeah. is what's up. Like, we can't use this idol because it's not real. Because the one thing I couldn't live with myself with is if they're like, we have this idol in the bag, like, it can save us. And then they walk up and they go, the idol's not real. That would have been made for good, really, really good TV. So if you ever play yeah. in a future season, please do that. Will yeah. a fake idol to somebody? Because mm -hmm. I want to see it. Um, Interesting. Very interesting that that's, it does put the whole game in a different perspective, kind of hearing what this other alternate timeline was. Because in my, really, and I said, in my eyes, you were a genius. 
your downfall in that was telling Shaggy. Yep. Who then literally told every single player in the game. Yeah. And that for, it kinda was And he got watch. nothing for it. Yep. He doesn't get any social standing with it. He doesn't get any power from it. That's what blew me away because it benefits no one to tell someone. And I, and I think I told him that um, when we were by the, the vending machines or at some other point. I'm like, hey, man, this it doesn't benefit you to tell anybody about this because it only does you and me harm, which right. is why I thought the secret was safe. Because if he goes and tells Lily and, and even goes and tells Leah, who had already been working with other people we knew, like Pinkie Pack could begin to dissolve and that trust begins to break down and it's not good and so i was like if i tell him i have a ton of trust in the guy but also in my mind didn't make sense from a gameplay perspective to go and chat and even like looking back at it like he's still kind of at the end of this episode on the bottom of the barrel hannah and colin ray and everyone else just have him and leah right where they want them and yeah i i I 1 million percent agree. I don't think Shaggy gets any social capita with anything that he's done the last two rounds. Um, yes, he didn't have a say in the Lily kind of blindside with Henry. Um, it was more so it like being brought up. He did have the ability to kind of maneuver and go a different direction and give Kristen and Sophie this olive branch because um, they wanted to vote on Henry. Mm-hmm. And I know you wouldn't have done that. That was kind of where you were working. They would have had to have le- left you out of that vote. Against Henry? Mm-hmm. I, maybe, maybe not. I was, the entire game, I kind of stepped back a little bit to make sure, because I wanted room to maneuver. I, I didn't want to be in the position I was at the very end where I had nowhere left to go. And that yeah. was kind of what happened where, you know, Hannah, Colin Ray, and uh, Sophie kind of all had me boxed in. I wasn't getting into any other alliance like that. So yeah. It was just rough. So that's my, the, the thing for Henry. I think that was voting out Henry instead of Lily. But Shaggy wasn't about that at all, for whatever reason. He really just kind of shut that down. And it really trapped him in having any kind of social maneuvering. Um and Trevor has made a comment about that Sophie and Shaggy conversation that they both left that saying that they were both liars. And so, which is, I mean, great for TV, bad for the players. Like they're not getting any trust. And really he's lost the two people who had his, his best interest, or at least his back um, pretty much since day zero day one in this game. So now that you've watched the episodes and you're hearing all of this information and these new things are coming to light, is there anything that you see that you go, oh, shoot, I wish I would have done this? Uh, let's see. At the very, I think at the very end, I wish I would have, like, maybe I think there's two things. One, I wish I would have gone to Nick before the vote. I, okay. I wish I would have done something and I wish, because... I had a bad feeling about the vote and I think based on what I was hearing, maybe I could have parlayed it into a situation where it's Nick, Kristen, Sophie, myself, Leah, Shaggy, um, and Lily and like go for like Henry or go for Hannah or go for someone else. But I I don't think that, I think that vote kind of, Without Nick, I think we lost a lot of room to maybe maneuver. And I think with him and even, it could have backfired. But I think it was a risk that I probably needed to take. Um, and I think, like, looking back, I, I think I I would have wanted to do something else um, towards the, the final few days. Because my strategy was with not talking to anyone and being completely silent. I was more betting on, oh, like, they will mess this up. Like, someone will get too antsy. Someone will be like, Colin's not talking about anything. Colin's not trying to save himself. Colin is being completely passive. Either something's going on with him, which kind of was being talked about, or 
um, maybe we can keep them around and we can vote for a bigger threat. Okay, so your strategy was to go so far back that you're like, he's so comfortable. He, that idol really is real. He went yeah. from real to fake to real, real quick. Okay. Um, okay. At any point, were you still out there looking for the idol? You have these idol clues, right? Mm -hmm. Were you out there looking? Do you have an idea where it is? Do you oh, think it's oh, out yeah. there? I had all the idol clues. Um, and... So what happened was with the first idol with the looter, me and John were looking there and Hannah swiped it before we could find it. With the Henry one, it was me and my roommate who actually went and we were looking there the the morning before because I think we had to like break this cipher code that Trevor sent us. And I broke the code. I broke it like fairly quickly. And then I ran out at me and my roommate at like seven or eight in the morning and we were checking everywhere. We were checking the bushes and the trees. And that was the time when Henry, uh, he went to ask Trevor. He's like, hey, can I be first to vote? And he then went and got it under the table. And as soon as I saw that, I went, oh, oh. And I think, like, when I was there, I was like, uh, okay, this is, this is not good. This one was lost. And then the final one, I, I didn't have any clue about because I kept on being like, uh, like, where is this thing? And at the end of the season, Trevor revealed to us where it was, and I was like... So that's never found? Uh, but, like, nah, not no, really. it's not. Or at least not yet, I guess. So, but the, we got a spoiler, so thank you. <laughs> that's I my mean, favorite part. No, it's I okay. Mean, we yeah. did see in the episode here that Trevor is like, yes, it was hidden. Yes, it mm -hmm. is right here. Yeah. Yes, they're not looking. I stopped um, giving I stopped giving clues to that that post swap idol uh, fairly quickly because mm -hmm. no one could freaking find it. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's when you give more clues. Now, my question yeah. is: so the clue that Colin Ray gets with the lakes or the rivers yeah. or whatever it is, is that to the same location? It, that was to the that's to the post swap idol. That, okay. Yeah. And they're just no not one. I, I kept giving clues. I I was okay. It, it just, you know, it, it, it happens. Yeah, no, it does happen. Yeah. Um, Dustin, welcome into the episode. Um, I just wanted to do a quick shout out for Destiny and Trevor for covering for me. I had a little emergency come up, so I appreciate that. Um, but Colin, I wanted to say, like, you were so strategic in your gameplay and everything. And that was really what I, I liked from your perspective of playing the game. Um, I think you had some really great plans that really came through. Um, could you have done them differently? You probably talked about this earlier. Yeah, probably. But I think the ideas were there. And I think that was great to see a different like take, like especially from the idol that you presented to your team. And then you came clean about it. But had you not, like it would have been super cool. You probably already yeah. talked about this already. However, like mad props on that. Okay. Um, Thank you so much coming up but i wanted to pop in and say thank you to everyone here for helping with that and thanks colin for coming on and yeah good to see you all dustin uh, where are you going next you said you have dustin has another podcast come up so we'll where are you going after this yes yeah, so we have an introduction we've been seeing a lot of these new live reality games pop up this one in particular is called the greenhouse uh, it's kind of like the big brother meets survivor meets um, like a board game kind of thing where you like to gather points and accumulate points. And at the end, I think the points, whatever, however many points you get at the end, um, you uh, win per se. Um, there's different rounds and voting and people on the block. So it's really, I'm diving in deep with Taylor from the greenhouse starting at nine and I'm about to let him in and find out a little bit more about it myself. So. Well, awesome. You go have fun doing that. If you are still watching and you need and you're addicted and you want more live reality TV, I know my day is filled with watching Big Brother feeds all day. Um, if you're not a Big Brother fan and you want to see more, our page, Live Reality Games, is full of some amazing live reality games. This community is growing to be, not that it hasn't always been, but it is growing even more. These live games are coming up. There's probably one near you. Um, play, apply, come support this community, keep it growing, because really this is where the fandom is. Yeah, we watch Survivor, yeah, but this is where the true fans are. 
they're playing this game. Um, so we just had this real fun discussion with Colin Bunn here. I am in awe right now of all the information that I'm learning. My whole perception of what was going on is kind of being altered. It had like this Benedict Arnold cloud on it that you are lifting and smoking away. What is the takeaway? What from here, if you could give advice to any player, do you give them? Don't make a lot of noise. Like, I think that was another one of my big downfalls. Like, I made too much noise too quickly. And, like, you have to find a balance because you don't want to get to the end of the game and have nothing and just have kind of limped along there. Like, and that was what I was thinking, unfortunately. Like, oh, I have to make these moves. I have to do these things so that may become a final tribal council, I can have a case to talk about and say like, hey, I made this big move. I did this. I changed the game in this way. And this is why you vote for me. But I did that way too quickly. And usually, like, you're just going to do that on your own if you stay in the game. And I didn't realize that. And so for me, like, I, it was a super big surprise when I heard a bunch of people saying like, oh, Colin Bunn's a challenge threat. And I'm going into these challenges thinking, man, I hope I just don't get last place. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm just going to spin around this bat as quick as I can and hope for the best. And if Your persistence, though, because you weren't the best bat spinner. Mm -hmm. Really, you ended up being the best domino stacker because you were, I had asked Trevor, I was like, why didn't he go to the idol clue? Like, he was so far behind. Yeah. And then you ended up winning just by them having pure adrenaline and you taking this cool calm collective um i almost want to say humor approach kind of yeah. anytime you're in a challenge you're making these jokes you're like what do you mean it has to go between the whole brick trevor speak up when you give us instructions and you're joking with him and you're making him this thing and you're almost making it seem like i'm not as smart i'm not smart obviously oh, yeah. i can't pay attention to directions i'm not I'm just this goofy kid who makes these funny jokes. Let me stay in the game. And you get to see it later with your allies go, oh, wait a second. Hold up. Maybe we didn't actually have him in our pocket this whole time. Maybe, maybe he was the piece and he had us in his pocket. But I, I know you have really hated this decision and I hate this decision too, but the, uh, the throwing the challenge, yeah, that that wasn't all on Lily. There were a bunch of other things that weren't all there. Like I was trying to to be subtle the entire time because it, I didn't like it was beneficial to me for everyone to see Lily as the leader of the Pinky Pack and right. for Lily to be doing that and Shaggy as the second. But if I can just stay in there and win challenges and make these moves behind the scenes, it's, it's better for me. And um. Oh, and there was this one moment, um, it was, um, what is it, Kristen's win with the shapes, where mm -hmm. it was me and her, and I was like, crap, like, I, I let on, like, too quickly that I could do these challenges, and so I said, man, I was too dumb to put the right shape on, like, this and that, and trying to just act like, I, I'm just a stupid freshman. So did you throw it on purpose? Uh, no, I did not okay. throw it on purpose. Uh, I okay. was legitimately trying to win that. Okay. Because I had a conversation yeah. with Trevor about this. I was like, this little thing at the end, that was not real. But you're saying it, you're you're right. It wasn't real. I went out of my way to make it seem dumber. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Because I, Trevor and I talked about that one. And he was like, I don't know. I'm like, no way. That had to have been fabricated. Because you are very, I mean, you give it away very early when you're playing that go fish thing. Mm-hmm. When you're like big brain move, I saw you and I was like, no, say yeah. nothing. Just take the lady's card. I, but I, I get was... it. You're in the moment and you're going for points and your team was dominating. Blue crew didn't have to play the game until episode four-ish yeah. because they were so dominant in all aspects. And mm -hmm. then you are smart is when you did lose. You had somewhere else to go. You had put that work in beginning when you didn't even need to play the game. So I don't think your initial strategy, I think what you did was very smart. I think you picked allies who had big mouths. And those yep. big mouths told seven other people in the game. Yeah. 
and that kind of you're never going to be able to get any groundwork or clout because their mind is clouded by Shaggy's interpretation of you joking him around in a dorm and, room. And it was my fault because until that episode, I didn't know that that was the perception. Like that part of the game was completely lost to me. Okay. And so I was operating under the assumption for a lot of it, like that, yeah, I was a part but I wasn't an enemy of anyone. I didn't want to be an enemy of anyone. I wanted to be a person that anyone could say, maybe we could use him. Yeah. And eventually at some point flip my game, which is what I was trying to do in pre-merge, trying to flip it into, oh no, now I have some power, now I have some influence, and keep riding that until you know, seven people left, and then try to amp up the game at some point. Do you think that if Gabe was in the game, you would have had somewhere else to go? If Gabe doesn't leave, right, you guys win that challenge, somebody from the other tribe ends up going, right? Whoever it may be. I don't even remember who that tribe is right now. I'm sure we, if we thought about it enough, we would be able to kind of predict who would have went. Henry. It would have been Henry. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Henry's out of the game. That means he doesn't have an idol. <laughs> Somebody else yeah. ends up getting that idol. Do you think that that changes your fluidity in the game? I I think it changes other people's fluidity, but I don't think it changes mine. Because okay. that my mindset at that point was, if Hannah gets to the merge, she is so dangerous that who knows what could happen. Because she will be able to get all these other people on her side, and that could be it. And Gabe, like, Gabe was loyal to Hannah until the very end. He wouldn't vote for her. Like, Gabe was as with Hannah as I think Colin Ray. Like, they like they were tight together. Okay. And um, I, I really don't know. I think it would have given some more options because it would have weakened the other team. And I think that is where we could have found an opening, maybe with Kristen and Sophie and maybe Nick if he's still there. Um, I have a question that's a little, uh, little different from what we're talking about. So um, within the Pinky Pact, I remember uh, this coming up a couple of times, especially with Leah being concerned about this, um, that the plan was once you get down to the final four, it'll be a gentleman's brawl of whoever comes last in the challenge goes home. I heard what, that, yeah. Was that actually the plan, or or was that just what you were telling the Pinky Pact and maybe off the side being like, oh, it's actually not what we're doing? Or like, what, what was the idea with that? I didn't really believe it. I, I was like, someone's going to try something else, but if this is the message being propagated, it doesn't hurt me because I feel confident that with the members of the Pinky Pact, I could win a challenge. And I could pull something out, or at least not be last. And then if there was a little bit of maneuvering, I was like, well, there's Shaggy that I could potentially go to, but there's also Leah as well, who can potentially flip, because it would be us two versus them. Um, so it, it really was an understanding of, we're saying this, at least in my opinion, but when it comes down to it, who even knows? And how long the Pinky Pact will actually survive? That's another thing. I wasn't personally ever planning on terminating the Pinky Pact. I was 100% with it until the end. And I, I don't think that... Uh, I, I think I probably would have been blindsided sooner or later for just not flipping when I probably should have. But... Once again, if that's how I'm going to lose the game of Survivor, I'd rather it be like that than backstabbing all my allies, getting to the final tribal, and then them saying, you took us to the end just to stab us in the back. Like, what kind of game was that? You were pinky packed all the way, and look what you did. Mm. Okay, I can see it. I can see it. I see your perspective now. Um, I will say I was a little harsh on the perspective in the beginning of the Benedict Arnold portion because we didn't get to see the whole scope. And we really do see so early into it, you saying, 
they hate me, so I hate them. And there was just no context for us. Oh, yeah. Um, and but again, like Trevor and Colin had an impossible job. Like, they got so many hours of video, and there's only so many storylines that can be told. We, I had asked Trevor and Colin both about it in the beginning. I think it was our first recap episode. And both of them even said they weren't actually sure what had happened. It could have happened off camera. It could have just been that the other, that um, mystery gang tribe was so just team bonding stuff versus it didn't have them in the challenges, but they were doing it. And you know, if you're friends with Shaggy and you're able to tag along in that, obviously on a camaraderie side, it's a new environment for you. You're a freshman in college. All of that is new. You're probably away from home for the first time. Having a group of friends and connection that you're with the whole time is definitely going to be something that just feels better. So yeah. it makes sense on why you would go, well, I'm just going to play with my friend or this person who I've bonded with versus this other group who I'm actually kind of scared of. So that does make perfect sense. Um, at the end of this episode, we don't get a lot. We get to hear that it's kind of, not even here. You get to see that it's shaping up for what is about to happen. Um, I've been saying for a long time that we're pairing up for it to be Hannah versus Ray. I said that it was foreshadowed in the earlier episodes. I'm starting to think that maybe they wrote it out together. Trevor, what are we going to see? Now that this Red Scare Pinky Pack, I'm not going to say it's dead, but, like, do you need to keep murdering people? Probably not. Use their votes. What are we going to see coming up? You know, we get to see, you know, last episode, um, this past episode, we saw what happens when Lily went home. And now we're seeing, okay, now Colin Bunn is off. So now, okay, what are Shaggy and Lee going to do now that they know, okay, we had Lily to push off the boat. Now we have Colin Bunn to push off the boat. We're next. What are they going to do? How is the, how is the red scare going to react? If at all, will things just be business as usual? And um, as everyone that's, uh, as, as everyone that knows me knows that next challenge is my ne next challenge. Next episode is my favorite challenge uh, in all survivor. So you get to see that, that as well. Uh, uh, you know, th uh, things, things, uh, might get personal at the challenge. Got That's it. Got saying. it. He gave it for me. Calm fun did it for me. I got it. Okay. <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing it. I look forward to seeing what ends up coming on Colin Bun. Thank you for just kind of, I'm going to say ripping the bandaid off. Cause we do, <laughs> sometimes you do get viewer fog, right? And we only get to see a portion and we don't get to see the perception or understand the perception because while 90 of us are watching it, 90 of us have a different version of what's going on. And that's just the truth. And that yeah. 91st version will be the true, the true <laughs> scope of what, and nobody's going to know that because our perception is so different. So thank you so much for coming on, um, for sharing, just being this chaotic villain that is so fun to watch for not closing off your game. And then at the end of the day, you were very loyal. And so hopefully you see that, that you are in fact, not necessarily an untrustworthy villain. You did ride with Shaggy. Do you regret it? Minus your vote for him. What was that? <laughs> the, the vote for him was really, um, see, I, I was like, I don't want to vote necessarily for Henry because if I vote for Henry and somehow stick around, that's not good for me. And I don't want to vote for Leah uh, because I I'd had no reason to do that. I thought, okay, it might come down to me or Shaggy. And um, like Shaggy is kind of the one who started the downfall of the Pinky Pact because like, I think you said it like, Henry trusted Hannah 23%, and I was trusted 22%. I think part of the reason for that is it got back to him that the idol was fake. And, okay. And that little portion of doubt, I think, could have crept in and then led to a little bit of a downfall. So I'm like, if there's anyone who kind of deserves this blame, it's going to be him. Um, and really, like, 
it's not personal. It's just a part of the game. And I had been so betrayed at that point uh, that it, it really didn't make sense, at least to me, to vote for anyone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. that's all I have. Thank right. you so much for coming and hanging out. Thank you so much for just your candid conversation. Um, Trevor, I'm going to yell at you for so many things. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so many things that I had thought. I'm definitely rethinking. I unfortunately do not have an MVP this week. I have LVPs. I think a bunch of people lost really hard this week. Um, I think they threw away somebody who was going to continue being a target, and they just voted him out one or two rounds early because now we don't know what's going to happen. Um, when your name has been said for like nine rounds now. <laughs> um, and I think that's a testament to just kind of your resiliency. You took it, you went with it, and you made it so so many other people were a threat. So congratulations. Um, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We look forward to seeing what the rest of the season does. Um, Trevor, remind us, when can we see it? Where can we watch? Uh, episode... 10 uh, will be up on YouTube. Sorry, I've seen you on YouTube uh, at Tuesday at 7 p.m. Um, like I said, it'll be an interesting episode to see what happens uh, now that uh, the man with the big brain is gone. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in tonight, Colin. It was so great once again to see you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next Thursday. For us here at Survivor CNU, taking a deep dive. We will see you later. Bye, everyone. Yep. Bye, everyone.